0: Hello. Hello and welcome to episode 301 of the Pesky Report, brought to you as always by the sexy beast sippy on the monster. I am Hogdale and I am joined by one of my favorite people in the entirety of planet Earth, Ryan Brady. How you doing, buddy?
1: Dude, I'm so excited to be on with you. I, I think it's been how many decades has it been now? Oh, at least at least uh like four, four yeah, or five. Correct. That checks, <laughs> out. checks out. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, it's been a while. It's it's uh, really happy to be out with you, man. I'm pumped.
0: Yeah, man. I'm I'm ready to go. I, I'm in a really good mood for uh, a day where I should be in a worse mood. Although yeah. I'm going to be completely honest, like the main reason I'm not as bummed out as I should be is because I kind of mentally checked out after they got swept by the Astros. But we still move. The uh, mm-hmm. Sox lose two or three to the Rays in a series where they really didn't even play badly. Like. No this series cemented something to me and like the last few series has cemented just some things to be like, listen, this Sox team is not bad. It's, it's mm. better than most people thought they were going to be. This team's been really fun, but uh, in terms of like stacking up against the best teams in the league, they just simply aren't good enough yet.
1: Agreed. I mean,
0: this, this series just kind of showed it more than anything. Like the Rays who are kind of like the bog standard default of like what you think a playoff team is. And like, yeah, you just weren't quite good enough to beat them in, in this series. Yeah. No, I think
1: you make a good point. Like it's a, it's a measuring stick. It's a barometer. You, you had him as dead with the Astros series. I had a flicker of hope and last night, not tonight, but last night's the second game snuffed out any little bit of hope, right? You know, I think they were down five, two or five, three kind of, they chipped back they claw back. And then, you know, uh, who is it? Schreiber got himself in a whirlwind of trouble gets out of it. Then they take the lead and I'm like dude do we have a little something going are we gonna are we gonna fuck around and make this interesting and
0: Kenley was like not this year buddy yeah and the thing with Kenley is like it's just it's shown this year you just can't pitch him three nights in a row uh, mm. he's an older closer it's just like one of the realities of the situation and in a lot of other nights uh, you could have gone to someone else in the bullpen but in that game I mean fuck you used everybody <laughs> like like, what are you going to do? There was nothing. <laughs> There's nothing literally nothing with... you could have done. It's like, well, fuck guys. I mean, we tried. That was the game where it's like, if you win that one, then like the hope of like, this is like where you build off and get the miracle run to make the
1: playoffs here. Right. There was and... no way that Nick Pavetta was going to out
0: Tyler Glass. now. Yeah, absolutely. He... Fucking not in, in no universe.
1: <laughs> but like he gave a puncher's chance. Like, yes, he, you know, Pavetta didn't embarrass himself, you know, for, for being yoked around a little back and forth, but. Your Tyler Glasnow was like, I'm just gonna strike everybody
0: out. That's twice. He's just so damn good. I'm happy that he's healthy again. Mm-hmm. And uh it's just it is crazy how unlucky the Rays have been this year, like with the injury luck. I guess it's just how their cheating lab works. Like it just <laughs> completely burns out the arms of your guys. Like, cause like McClannick and Glasnow is like as good a one-two you'll get in the entire league. <laughs>
1: can, can we trade for
0: kyle schneider their pitching coach is that on the table no shit hey uh john henry you miserly old fuck hey uh there's no salary cap on pitchers offer him literally half of your fortune
1: (laughs) what would be a fair honest like because you know obviously kyle schneider's pretty fucking good right and ex red sock i'm just gonna put that out there i don't know if you're this is back in the day uh what do you think he's worth if he was a free agent as a pitching coach what would you pay
0: Oh my God. Like with the, the Ray's miraculous ability to like just literally pull uh, pitching depth out of anywhere and not even yep. just bad uh, or decent pitching depth, fucking quality. These guys are giving you amazing innings, like look, 50 million minimum.
1: <laughs> right. Like he's clearly, he would be like the most important offseason addition.
0: Like it's, it's, it's insane, man. And like that's the thing where like the Red Sox still need to inf- improve organizationally is pitching development like they've gotten a bit better but they still aren't close to like what the rays have been able to do not even close no i
1: mean Bayo comes up and you know gives him excitement and cutter crawford looks like he might be a back-end starter and and, and that's cool and you got some relievers like Winkowski that, that show a
0: little something but it's it's just not enough it just, just isn't enough. it isn't enough and like when i go through my darker moods during this season like uh I have the moments where I'm like, man, I really hate having my time wasted. (laughs) I hate filler years. Filler Mm. years are genuinely the worst, especially for like guys like us. We're like, we're fucking locked into the team. 162, you know, Mm. we'll take some nights out, but like we're, we're in like, we've been with the ship all season, ride or die. And it's like, man, like this much commitment to like a team that will win like 85 games and miss the playoffs. Really? Like, fuck. Like it's, this hasn't been a wash of a season. Uh, this has been a crucial year development for the young guys. Like uh, Tristan Cassis, my, my, my God, I, I adore him. I fucking adore Tristan Cassis so much. I need to get a Jersey from him so bad. He's also probably the, uh, my favorite player right now, just because of how right he's proven me to be uh, for my own personal agendas. Like Tristan Cassis is like the greatest player who's ever existed. <laughs> like, I said we, he's going to be top 10 first baseman in the league by the end of the season. And what do you know? Again, I'm, where, where were you all? I've been you, here the whole time. <laughs> you nailed,
1: you nailed it. Listen, as we said, before we started, I nailed my, my big off season prediction was, uh, and I, I, hate being right. At this one. I said, uh, Corey Kluber would suck. He fucking uh, reeks. Like, wow. Like take the 10 million and run. But like, yeah, I mean, listen, you're right. It's, it's hard to, to look at the year. As, as we're winding down now to see Cass has turned into not just a guy, but a middle of the order, like potent that, bat. That's like, a pillar a, of your fucking organization for a decade. And then when you look at Jaron Duran and Connor Wong, and I and I always shit on Connor Wong, I do because he needs that push. I get it. Okay, Connor, <laughs> I hear you. This will be the rare time that I talk kindly about Connor Wong, right? But when you look and you get a up the middle and you can get a a catcher and a center fielder to develop into major league players. I'm not sure if Jaron Duran is as good as what we saw, but if he's a major league center fielder with that speed, dude, they, then they found, they found Bayo as a consistent starting pitcher who, who's, you know, maybe, maybe he's not ace status. I don't know. Maybe he's more of a two than a one, but like they're found, the, the building blocks are definitely there. Right. Um, for me, the biggest concern is really Devers' defense. Like, where do you go from here?
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's regressed so badly, man. It's so – the thing is, like – uh and uh I understand, like, why Ed, he's been, like, talking about lately, like, you know, I just don't like, you know, calling for people to lose their jobs. And I completely understand that. Like, listen, it's, a, it's like, the weirdest thing in sports because, like, it just – it's an industry where, like – half the time we are calling for someone's head on a fucking spike. It's just kind of like what happens. It's the business mm-hmm. of it. But the Red Sox defense and their infield defense specifically for a majority of the season has been completely fucking unacceptable. Uh, Carlos Fables, it's time to go. It's Eddie, Maybe you don't even have to leave the organization. You can shift somewhere else, but someone else needs to be fucking coaching up the infield defense. I mentioned this a few shows ago, but like, Tristan Cassis being like as bad as he'd been for most of the year defensively at first base was mystifying. It made no sense. This is a guy who was not, who was not only expected to be a decent defender, first baseman coming into the league. They're like, this guy's a really, really good defensive first baseman. And he came into the league looking like he had no idea what was going on. So like, does someone just forget how to play a position they played like for the majority of their lives? Or like, is it just the coaching? And Raffy, like the regression has been just immense, and like he
1: he does, in fairness, look like he just gets bored. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> just bored. like
1: I don't really know what to do with that because I like he really. You know, you've seen it. He makes some fucking amazing plays. He makes some and of the like, best
0: plays I've ever seen. He's has well, the athleticism.
1: He just doesn't have like the focus. Like he's he is like one hundred percent. Like the cat, we just get like the little laser pointer, and he's just like, "Oh, what's that?" <laughs> so like, right? I don't know what you do with that. Like, I'm, I'm not quitting. He's my third baseman next year. I don't
0: Absolutely, go. I'm, I'm not. I'm so far from quitting on Rafael Devers. I believe in his talent. I believe in his ability. I just he needs a better third base, or sorry, an infield defense coach to fucking show him the ropes and like figure out, hey man, this is how you get into your zone. Like, someone needs to go to Rafi and be like, hey, man, why can't you be Adrian Beltre?
1: There's, you, there's no well, reason
0: for you not to be Adrian Beltre. Like, you have every bit of uh, as much talent as he did. Can I ask, like, do you think at all that Devers's
1: defense regressed because he was with Xander Bogarts for so many years, but he didn't have a consistent shortstop this year? Like, it, it was Kike, and not for nothing, there's no way that Kike playing shortstop for as long as he did was going to help your defense if you're Rafael Devers. And then, you know, it's been a rotating slew of guys as
0: opposed to having that consistent, you know, partner. See, I'd be willing to give him that excuse, except the first month of the season, he was 90th percentile outs above average. And then he just fell off of fucking the entire planet.
1: (laughs) So he was the cat that got distracted by the light.
0: Literally, he's literally what you described like he just he's lost focus and. It's just so many of these routine plays, man, that you're just like, God damn, Rafi, what are we doing here, dude? You're better than this. You're so much better than this. And uh, people have ragged on Cassis' defense the entire season. It actually has been getting better. Uh, mm. I think uh, it was Devers Troll, ironically enough, who shared the stat. that I think the average uh, defensive run saved for a first baseman in the league is minus five. Uh, okay. And his Cass's last month was minus three. So he's been at least a average defensive first baseman in that all of them are bad.
1: <laughs> just do no harm.
0: Just exactly just be unnoticeable.
1: Just yeah, <laughs> like an umpire. you know what I mean? like you don't even want to know who's out there.
0: And I feel like Casssis has been that lately. He has been like mostly not noticeable. where earlier in the season he was just making some of these like boneheaded plays where was like, dude, like what are we doing here? <laughs>
1: So we talked a little bit, you know, before we started, but like, do you think they have, are you confident right now with this roster going into next year of who's your second baseman? <sighs> like, if, is he, is he on the roster right now? Um, is who on the roster? Sorry for second base. Is the 2024 Boston Red Sox oh, is he, starting second good. baseman? Is he currently? Uh, with-
0: the thing is, is he could be, cause he could just be said on <laughs> <laughs> See, really I don't want hate that. I don't hate that. Thing is, and like, listen, they might just put him in the out, in the outfield and say like, center is yours now. We're trading Verdugo. Uh, we'll like keep Duvall, put him in right, and then Duran's in left. And like, so, I'm fine with that too. But wait, so
1: Yoshida is now the DH.
0: Yes, you could do that. Turner's and then you go- rotate. And, yeah, but Turner's gone. God, I don't want him to be, but I feel like he's going to opt
1: out, right? So uh, listen, I was wrong on Turner. I, I said. I like Turner, but I didn't think he had enough pop for what this lineup needed. And he's been was so in, impressive. So listen, he's going to get a, a little reward. Cool. No, he should stay. We can't just keep changing constantly with the guys. That, like I think he needs to stay.
0: I would love him to stay. The thing is, I think he's going to opt out. <laughs> <laughs> pay him. Just pay like, him. He's been he's been so consistent this year. He's been so clutch. He's been so good. So good in the clutch. No, I th- I, I think he's a guy.
1: For me personally, I'm with you, Verdugo for starting pitching. I get it. Listen, it's just it's time. Duvall has shown you so much that if you had an outfield of Yoshida, Duran, and Duvall,
0: and then you can just rotate Sadon when needed. I see. I like that super uh, sub. That, that thing is like Sadon is a dude you can literally play anywhere. I remember I got into an argument like during his first game, like when he was benched when he was supposed to play. I was so annoyed. Because I was like, we've all been talking about this dude can play anywhere. Just simply play him at second. And they're like, oh, you can't do that in his first game. He's never played second base before. I'm sorry. A dude who is such a stellar athlete that he's like a a gold glove caliber level at shortstop and and center field. You're telling me he'd be fucking mystified by second base. Stop it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely no fucking clue. He's like, you want me to do what?
0: (laughs) What do you want me to do here? Like, like I'm supposed to make a throw to over what from this angle. Are you insane?
1: I don't even know where second base is like,
0: it's, it's, like it's been early for Sadon, but like the early returns are promising. Like he's going to whiff at a high rate just because that's how he is. But some players, that's just how they are. Like not every player can be, you know, an all around great hitter. Some of them need to strike out for a while, Uh but I'm cool. I'm
1: I'm really cool. With the idea that like, he, maybe he's the primary second baseman but he plays around because you still have Pablo Reyes, right? And you know, yes. but he can't. I'm a little nervous that he can't stay healthy.
0: I mean, maybe for, he's a smaller guy, but like you know, who knows? Maybe he'll end up being like Mookie where he just never got hurt either.
1: <laughs> don't why'd you have to bring why'd you have to go there? Don't listen, even say the name because please. I've
0: just been sad lately, all
1: right. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I really miss Mookie bets until I went to the world baseball classic. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw him and I got to cheer for him like on my team I was like this just feels right. <laughs> like, yeah, this is how the universe should be but we're in the dark timeline. <laughs> oh, it's but like uh so like we were talking before where do I sign up? Where's where, is, where do, do we start a draft letter? Like where where do we where do we begin for the demands for the Red Sox fan for the off season? Cuz like Yamamoto is not the first or the second. He is the only top choice
0: in my book. I don't want to get close. I don't want to hear that he wanted to play on the West Coast. I don't want to hear interest shit. Fucking. Nope. Here's the thing. The Boston Red Sox, high and bloom, John Henry. If you're a serious organization that has aspirations of winning the world series next year, you go fucking sign Yamamoto to whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> like I don't care. Oh, it's a bit too much. It's a, Oh, too much. You Overpaid. Absolutely fucking not. Like, I'm sorry. Don't like simply don't let the Mets outbid you. Simply say, hey, uh, you know, Yamamoto, hey, you want to win? You want to be on the kind like, of the team that has some kind of pedigree? Hey, we're the Boston Red Sox. Fucking sign here. Yeah. Like Young it just makes it's one of those things where it's like Red Sox fans have been projecting this to happen because it just makes so much sense. There's hmm. literally zero reason for the Red Sox not to go do this. <laughs> How what is he, 23, 24? he's young. Let me go. J- I'll double check his age. Because like, that's the problem. It just makes too much sense. Right? Like he's 25. If- he is in his prime. Jesus. Like, I mean, what do, what do you want? What what, what, what is he? He pitched too well. Is it like, there's literally no reason for the Red Sox to not go sign Yamamoto. Thing is like, he's been a Red Sox in my head mentally for like the last six months. So yeah, He's,
1: he's in uh Worcester right now. That's like the yeah. way that. <laughs> he is. That's the way we have to think about it, but like the odds are, he's gonna want probably I don't think more than a four or five year deal because he wants to come in, pitch his ass off, cash get cash in, right when he's at when he's thirty. So like, if you said he got four years, ninety million, okay,
0: it's fine, literally, like hundred.
1: I don't give a shit. It's not my money.
0: Just how, like yeah, how about fucking figure it out and pay him. Cause and here's the thing with this off season, like with the Red Sox, right? It's like Yamamoto's obvious. Like, yeah, you get him, and then like also uh, go get another, you know, frontline starting pitcher. Yeah, I I listen. Like, if you end up like in going into next season, and like your rotation is like Yamamoto, Bayo, and like say like Montgomery, like it's fine, it's good. But is it like – is that like a, 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 a one, two, three that makes me be like, yeah, like fucking this is a team you're terrified of when we get to the playoffs? Absolutely not. Well, <laughs> hold on. Here, here's the caveat though
1: is I still – until until he's dead, Christopher Allen's sale is still a motherfucker, right? That, yeah. I'm just – that's I who him. I am, okay? So if you told me they went to the season and it was Yamamoto, Bayo, Sale – as my, as my three. And then we got a, a Montgomery with, uh, maybe, uh, probably then maybe Cutter Crawford as your number five. Yeah. That might check some boxes for me, my friend.
0: Got Got to say, uh, I feel supremely confident in saying that, uh, I really do believe the Red Sox plan is, uh, Yamamoto, uh, Bayo Burns do I it. really do. And, uh, it's one of those things where, like, uh, I mean, you talked about this a bit before the show, like, if you really just want to, like, you don't want to trade any prospects, and, like, you want to keep on to those and just buy your starting pitching, you go get Yamamoto and Snell. Which is, like, I prefer Burns, but I understand if you want to go that route, even though Snell does scare me. Just because of just earlier points in his career and his inconsistency at times. But in terms of, like, what I, I've been, like, banging the table for, like, Yamamoto Burns fucking bail as your one, two, three. Like that's, that's a world series team.
1: So what do you think for real? Like if Verdugo's part of that package, right? If it's Verdugo and Hauk, and you got to understand, I love Tanner Hauk, So I don't say that lightly at all, but if it's Verdugo and Hauk and Nick York, are we now in a world where that at least goes? Yeah, that's a package, or or is it still not even close?
0: See, the thing is, uh, like the Brewers with Burns, as time passes, they what they you know have less and less leverage because mm-hmm. they aren't going to pay him. Like a lot of other places, like if they uh when they're talking about trading their star guy, it's like okay, you know, well at the end of the day we could just pay him. The Brewers aren't going to do that. They're a poverty loser organization with you know a miserly old goon as an owner. <laughs> like they they're not going to pay him. So as time goes by, like the package isn't going to be as ridiculous as it should be. Right. So I don't know if that will get done. You might have to throw in like another, like uh, another guy outside of York, (laughs) but I don't think it'll be an insane ass He
1: only has one year left on his deal. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) So I I think like, like how York Verdugo definitely gets you, you're, you're sitting at the table and having a real conversation
0: absolutely and like because the thing is the way world series have been run the last few years mostly has been on the back of amazing starting pitching and then like having like one or like two to three really solid bullpen arms to rely on uh like what last year was the astros uh you know verlander uh what garcia and who who else was amazing uh valdez so yeah Mm -hmm. it was yeah verlander uh garcia valdez and Amazing one, two, three. Like you could throw it up against anybody in the entire league. Uh, what the year before that won the World Series that year? What the Braves? Yeah. 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 That would have been again what Freed, Soroka, fucking. <laughs> they won it with like seven pitchers total.
1: Yeah. They, you don't need Anderson, like your Spire. whole bullpen is That's not. Right. Is not part of the deal, right? You know, it's like you need no. Three. It's like three
0: dudes. It's like three dudes in your bullpen and like three starting pitchers and like then like two other guys, like one or two other guys to fill. In Listen,
1: life. the only thing that scares me a guy like Burns is one year left on the deal, right? Like I don't want to like oh we just got a, a three headed monster for but we got it for a year, right? You know what I mean? Like
0: see the, to me like the trade's contingent on you're extending Burns the minute you fucking trade for him.
1: Okay, now yeah. we're talking a different game. Now, now, like, now yeah. if you're, if I got Yamamoto, I got Bayo, and I got Burns for the foreseeable future, we're cooking. <laughs> uh, that arouses me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> same here, right? Like, t- t- World Series teams are built on like elite starting pitching right now. Like, that mm-hmm. just seems like the way things are going. I really don't think they have to add too much on offense. This offense is already really good. Agreed. Like, it could be a bit – well, the hitting can be a bit more timely at points, but at the end of the day, this team is number three in total offense in the league.
1: <laughs> Where are you at with uh, with Whitlock now? Are, are you –
0: he's a reliever? It's just – yeah, just – his body can't hold up. Keep him Thank in the you. bullpen. Good. It's whatever, man. Like, if they want to keep, like, running out as a starter again, like, I, I guess. But, like, just – you can get better options in the rotation. You have him signed long-term. Let's keep him in the bullpen. Like, why not?
1: If Garrett Whitlock was your, cl- like, closer in training next year, right? Like, you know, like, he is the Padawan of <laughs> yeah, Tenley's hand, Jan- right? Just, like, and just go, like, just farm around all fucking day long. Whatever he does, you do. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there is – and what is Whitlock? Like, it's, like, a 7 million a year, 8 million. Like, it's not crazy. No, not at all. So, like, if you had a closer for the next five years making 8 million a year, you're going to be – that's good. That's cost-effective.
0: Spend your money other places. 100% agree with that. Also, for the few people that were saying, uh, you know, the Red Sox should sign Sonny Gray, uh, no. What? Absolutely not. Who the fuck would ever say that? I've seen a few people, like, you know, put it out there because he's having such a good year. Uh, He can't pitch in a big market. I saw him in New York. He can't do it. (laughs) No,
1: that's the 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 only (laughs) worse idea than that is bringing, like, a guy like Zach Grinke into a big market. Zach Grinke in a big market is funny, though. (laughs) But you know he's just like it, he's the most uncomfortable guy in the world. Like it's he is nice.
0: uncomfortable, but he was amazing with the Dodgers.
1: I know, I know. But, but that's really... different
0: because the media pressure there isn't here. It's not and New he's, York.
1: He's a Hall of Famer too.
0: Absolutely. People but sleep like, on Zach Renke.
1: They do, they do. And he's still it's amazing. He's like 40 years old, but he does he looks like he's like twenty four. Like yeah, he's uh he's absolute fucking stud of a man. <laughs> i'm just i'm with you man i i, I really yeah I, I want turner you know turner's got to stay and we need some some consistency um but you know like I, going back to this series i think you're right man you know we saw you know the first game socks go out look good get a nice win last night man they chipped they tried as hard as they could but they're just not good enough tonight pavetta gives them a
0: a reasonable start after getting, you know, four and two thirds. You're like, it he kept him in the ball game. Like, yeah, just that. Mauricio Lovera has, like, really showed lately that he, you know, definitely has some juice. He's just not some dude. He's not just some bum in the back end of the rotation. But you don't want to, like... The bullpen, sorry.
1: You, you just, you don't want to be like, the game's on the line, kid.
0: No, of course right, not. Like, Absolutely not. It's just, this series... Even like with this series, like there's some positive stuff. Like Moss is heating back up, so it looks like his season numbers are going to be you know looking good by the end of the year, which makes me happy. It was bumming me out that he was fading off, even though it completely makes sense. Like, dude was out of gas. Like he was starting to run out of gas. The, uh, the Japanese season, I believe, is a decent bit shorter than a major league baseball season. I wouldn't be shocked at all if he has a much better year two than he did year does year one for that reason. Where are you
1: at with uh, Trevor Story right now?
0: I this year is a wash like fucking you know what man figure it out if he's terrible this year like yeah it gives you a bit of uncertainty going into next year but like I I seriously doubt he's this bad going forward I really do
1: I will say you know this year I agree is a wash next year though you can't just like it wasn't like yeah uh, because we're getting close to this season makes sense if he ends it healthy where he's making throws, he's, he's playing well, and he can go into a like a normal, healthy offseason, I'm optimistic, especially because he can hit lower down in the lineup. Like he doesn't have to yes. be the guy with Devers and Casas and Turner. Well, God willing, Turner's still back, right? You know, yes. like he doesn't. When you're that far down in the pecking order,
0: that's good. And the thing is, I, I do like Trevor Story. I just don't think he's this bad of a hitter. Like, I think like he's going to be like at least like a 750 OPS guy, like if not like in the 700s. Like this is a dude like if he just gets somewhat close to like what his early career was like off like offensively, he should be an 800 OPS guy. But like like, like injuries are a thing, so like maybe he'll never get to that th- that rate again. But I don't know man. I like I still like his swing at Fenway. I like how he's uh how he projects going forward and God damn, his, his arm is so back and his defense is still so good. It's so good at shortstop.
1: I think, you know, I've always said it like when guys don't have that regular spring training, like it, 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 it does. And like he missed a lot of time and some guys are able to grab it. No problem. Go and other guys, they need that progression. So next year's a big year for him. But, you know, I'm I'm definitely cautiously optimistic that we're going to see more of the Trevor story we want to see and less of the Trevor story we don't want to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm willing to give him a pass because, like, hey, man, like that, it's tough. Like, fucking an arm injury especially. It's not like you, he was out there fucking swinging the bat a ton and no spring training, so his timing is completely ruined. So, I get it, man. Hope he fucking figures it out going forward. Man, from this the, series, though, like that, that Kenley game bummed me out. <laughs> it bumped me out so bad.
1: I, I was really upset last night because, you know, I, I've been screaming with the rooftop for, you know, the past year and a half, or actually longer than that. My God, since 2019, I was like, we need a closer. In 2019, we didn't have a closer. 2020, we didn't need a closer, right? <laughs> <You're trying> 2021, <laughs> we didn't have a closer again, right? It was maybe Garrett Whitlock, sort of, but not really. Uh, 2022, Tanner Houck did it for a little bit. He looked pretty good, Um and 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 Kenley came in and showed you what, why, and Chris Martin too. Right, both the two guys together were like, "This God is what damn. a back end." Oh, I love him.
0: I love Chris. I love that meme that's been circulating around where it's like, uh, it's like Kevin Cash on one, and it's like, oh, uh, it's like this guy, uh, his WOBA, you know, here is point uh, six zero 60, uh, points ahead of expected. We're gonna have to take him out. Yeah, it's like eighth inning, and then like goes to Alex Core It's like eighth inning. It's time for Chris Martin to pitch. <laughs> it fucking
1: is. It's so He's. True. <laughs> I think he he's gonna be good forever. I don't care how old he is. Like, if they send to a five year extension right now, I'd be like, that's good business.
0: Chris Martin has just been phenomenal this season. It's truly a shame that like, with how good he's been this year, he won't is not going to be able to see the playoffs because this is one of the best reliever seasons I've seen any reliever have as a member of the Boston Red Sox. He's been fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah, no, he's uh, the the last guy that I remember, especially like setup guy being this good. Daniel Bard, before they broke Daniel Bard, had a couple of, like, holy shit seasons. And then they – now he's – well, he's okay. I mean, the the comeback story was great for Daniel Bard. Yeah. He did break.
0: Like, like Chris Martin in 46 innings has a 1.17 ERA. Like, what do you mean?
1: (laughs) He's just – do you think batters just quit now?
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, fuck it. What, Chris Martin's pitching? Pack it it up, fellas. We're done. We're done here. (laughs)
1: Yeah, there's no way that you can really fuck around with, with, with Chris Martin. The, the back end of the of the pen, and especially when Whitlock gets into a groove neck here as a reliever, and you have Jansen, Martin, Whitlock, um, Schreiber, Bobarino, I love me some... Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has their own pet name, but no one calls him by his given name. And that He's been so
0: good this season. He's like... So many other relievers have overshadowed him this year because how good they've been, but he's been amazing this year.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, thank you, Seattle. We, we appreciate that. Like, who else do you want to DFA? Like, whoever they
0: DFA, you have to sign. Your baseball re- party fellow on Baseball Reference, his fucking headshot is still fucking the Mariners. What? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what like, does he have to do? I don't like, know, man. This is so sad. <laughs> That is not – that. wow, I'm looking at it right now. That's, that's yeah, bullshit. A 2.44 ERA in 44 innings is just insanely impressive. This bullpen is a bullpen that's built to dominate in the playoffs. And, again, it's just a shame they're not going to make it this year because their starting pitching just doesn't have enough juice. Like, it doesn't matter how good your bullpen is. If you use it every single day, like, it's going to wear out. It's just how shit works. You know,
1: and I try not to go, like, I know you and I, like, we take turns, like, uber-positive, a little negative. Yeah. So, the other day, was like, well, what would you have wanted the, the, the Red Sox to this offseason that would have changed the starting pitching? And I was like, how about no to Corey Kluber and yes to Kodai Senga? Like, yeah,
0: literally. that may have
1: fucking helped just a little bit. Like the, that Yeah, have- the
0: outlook would have been quite different.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Kluber was just giving fucking baseball games away. And now he wants to come back cool
0: yeah because he wants to show the like uh, maybe give like a a four or five game stretcher it's like see i'm not entirely cooked so we can get another contract
1: <laughs> i i swear on everything holy if he's back like i'm done like i don't care i'm on record here if he goes to the texas rangers and looks amazing i'm not gonna say a fucking word <laughs> i need him off this organization i'm sure he's a nice guy too right like i'm He's probably a gem of a man. Right. But no, thanks. Yeah, No, thank you. Like I've had my fill.
0: God, man, I'm, I'm starting to run out of shit to, to look at.
1: Yeah, like no, in terms, of, uh, in terms
0: of notes. Cause like the series has been pretty short. I guess one of like the other minor things or major things, just like, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's just good to see Masa heating back up again. Yep. Like he's really starting to get his shit back together. Uh, I just, again, like hoping the next year, like I love this lineup going into next year. Mm-hmm. I think this lineup just, uh, it has like its main pillar guys that it's going to build around. Like uh, just as your top three hitters being like, you know, Devers, like uh, Yoshida Cassis, I I like that one, two, three a lot. Like imagine how goofy Cassis's offensive numbers are going to look next year. Like, you know, because he'll have a year where his first month isn't like the worst thing you've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm
1: all about it. And yo, know, and not for nothing, Duvall brings that right-handed thump, right? Yes. You know, that, that I, I, and it's not even like an anti-Verdugo stance, but like with how this lineup is created, um, I think he just, he kind of balances out what they need a little more than another. Verdugo's great. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I hope he does awesome, but like, those three lefty bats need a big right-handed thumper. Justin Turner's one and Duvall's two. Like, that helps.
0: Absolutely. And it just Verdugo, it just bums me out because I do like him so much on this team. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem like it's going to fit. Like, it's just it, – it It doesn't work. He's not taking that next step.
1: You know what I mean? And honestly, when you, when you look at, it, like, Verdugo's best year – I mean, I'm saying this without really looking at it, but, like, I'm bringing it up now. Wasn't it with the year – with the Dodgers, like was it 2019? What he made his uh, Verdugo had a year 2019 with the Dodgers, 294, 12 homers, 44 ribbies. Um, you know, whereas got to be honest with you, that's well, I guess his 2021 with the Red Sox is pretty similar, and this year is too. So he's kind of stuck in that gear. Like he's a his, good,
0: he's a uh, a good everyday outfielder. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not exceptional defensively. He is above average and he's a above average bat. Terrible base runner. (laughs) No base running instincts whatsoever. (laughs) No,
1: he should always go whatever I think do the opposite. Literally. Yeah.
0: And like, I like him. It's just one of those things where like they either have like other options, like within the organization they can go to that cost less and like combined with, they can send him away for good starting pitching, like in a package. So would you rather Adam Duvall or Teoscar Hernandez? That's a good question. Cause they're, they're similar mold of like kind of guy. Duvall has I, higher highs.
1: I think Duvall the more
0: likely return guy. Just, you know, shorter term. Uh, I need to see how Teoscar's swing plays at Fenway. Cause Duvall's absolutely does. It does. <laughs>
1: He might just be happy to, you know, just mashing fucking homers and just be like, cool. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to miss 40 games. Honestly, but. like,
0: with, especially how Duvall's played this season. He's such a natural fit here. I, I would like him back. I agree. He's a guy that has playoff experience. I really like him.
1: Yep. Listen, Yoshida in Yoshida left and uh, Durant in center with Duvall right. That works for me. And you yeah. get a lead. You take Yoshida out in the eighth inning. Ref, ref's not going to jump in there.
0: Man, are they trading Ruffella? That's the I thing is like he's a I good enough prospect that if you hold on to him, I don't hate it.
1: Yeah. I just don't know if he I don't know if there's a natural fit.
0: That's the thing is like how it I really just depends on how highly they view him. Because is he a good enough prospect in their eyes like he has enough tools, we make a spot for him. Like we'll figure it out afterwards. Like we just we make him a spot. I think, it, I, I, I think
1: they're showcasing him. I do. I think they're showcasing him. And he's cool.
0: raising his value because right. he's, he's not intimidated by big league pitching. Like he's not, he can hang.
1: I, I think, I think in their ideal world, they get to sell him and Verdugo on a package deal, sell high and get a really nice starting pitcher.
0: And I get it. If they, if they do want to do that, I completely understand. It's like, Rafael is One of those guys that were like, if he is on the team next year, I don't hate it at all. Cause no. I, I think he's got ridiculous upside. <laughs> Oh
1: yeah, no, no. There, there's a lot, lots of love. I just, I wouldn't be shocked if he's a piece that's
0: moved. Like if, if like, listen, if, like, say the Corbin Burns deal is contingent that Ruffella needs to be in the package, you trade him. Like it's, yeah. it, it, really is one of those things. But I do like him. I do like him a lot. And it's uh, his biggest question mark is the bat. And at least in the earliest return so far, he can at least hang. He having young guys
1: like that is always a spark plug right it, it's good over the 162 to have a young guy who wants to grind it out my the, the the reason that you'd want to keep them is what's been the other than starting pitching their biggest achilles heel this year has been their defense so oh, yeah. trading away an elite defender seems counterintuitive to solving the problem
0: this is, like I feel like so much of the defensive stuff is just like mental bullshit. I feel like this team, like at least talent level wise on the defensive end, isn't nearly as bad as they've been this year. It just doesn't it doesn't compute for me. This is why like I, I keep like mentioning like the coaching. Like it's just something isn't right. Rafi isn't this bad defensively. He's never been like a stalwart, but he's never been this much of a liability.
1: Now was it was it last night that they had Abreu in center and Sedan in right? I believe so. Yes. What was that about? I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> they're they're just waffling.
1: Because you know I like I, I am the most staunch Alex Cora su- supporter that I think that's on the pot. Like, like I would, I would do anything for Alex Cora. Like if Alex Cora was like make me a sandwich, I'd be like fuck yeah. What do you want? Like ham and cheese like 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 i'll make cora fucking yeah
0: it's like i got you king i got yeah,
1: you <laughs> don't worry about it. but like what the fuck was that why would you take a guy that's <laughs> clearly a corner outfielder that can play center if you need him to and take the guy who's like a fucking amazing defender and be like we're gonna put you in the corner outfield spot because like that blew up in their face early last night
0: yeah i don't know even though I have been, I've been really impressed by William and the short sample size that, that Christian Vasquez trade just looks better and better every single day.
1: He forgot how to hit completely. (laughs) He's (laughs) He's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to hit anymore. Like, I've had enough. (laughs) And it's cool because like, you know, it sucks when the guys leave and then they take off like somewhere else. Christian Vasquez is like, it's cool. It's cool. I got you. It's cool.
0: He doesn't look like a Minnesota twin either. No, not not even in the slightest.
1: No. Like if he went to the Cardinals, that probably would have been kind of cool. I think that would have been kind of cool. You know what I mean?
0: He, he, now, he fits as a Cardinal.
1: I want to throw a name out to you of a, a potential potential target the Red Sox could have. And I just want to know how how interested would you be?
0: Absolutely.
1: Eduardo Rodriguez. <laughs> he fits. He fits what I, they're trying to do. <laughs> I know. So the question is where would you be? Like, if you said, you got Yamamoto, you're not going to get Snell. You're not getting Montgomery. They're not trading for a pitcher, but they're bringing home Erod.
0: <sighs> He's one of those guys where, like, I. In the situation you just outlined, that would probably be the best case scenario. Like considering like the the way that he's been able to evolve himself as a pitcher, like he's probably one of the better like middle of the rotation guys you could add. But truthfully, if they go into next season like without like you know that Yamamoto burns Yamamoto plus one other frontline starting pitcher kind of thing, I'm going to be so fucking bummed out. <laughs>
1: but if, if
0: if he's that other one, if it's Yamamoto, Bayo, Erod. It's like I I'd, I'd, I'd be okay with it. I would not be thrilled with it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
1: I see. Here's the here's my caveat.
0: Okay. I only
1: want Erod, assuming that however long his deal is, four year, five, whatever it is, that Alex Corey gets an extension. So he's there every step of the way to yeah. kick that motherfucker. Cause clearly, now granted, of course, he's having his best year, um, you know, away from the Red Sox, but Cora would love to shit on him. Every post game, just fucking dog Erod.
0: Like that's the one I oh, think. Really? Oh my God. It's so true. It still makes me laugh that he didn't he d- declined that trade to the Dodgers. That's like, what do you really think happened? <laughs> I think he just said that. Because there's has to be more. He's like, stop, like, I'm a Red Sox for life and my soul. Fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> you remember
1: when he let up the Homer um Against the Dodgers, and he threw his fucking glove to the ground. Do you remember yeah. that? It's like I think he's just like fuck him. He hates these
0: motherfuckers out in L.A. That's,
1: that makes me really. You know what? I'm gonna say right now. If you give me Yamamoto and Erod, I'm gonna say
0: thank you. Like it's good. Don't get me wrong, but like, and you got Bayo. I do love Bayo. And, and really Chris good.
1: Sale's still
0: there. She sure is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he is, and you're gonna give him the ceremonial opening day. <laughs> you yeah. take the ball.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: He's he's like I'm going four and a third, right? And you're like, <laughs> that's not enough,
0: Chris. It's not enough, buddy. A like you.
1: listen. If I go six, I'm gonna tear some shit. So you don't want
0: that. Like Chris Sale after like three, three and a half innings It's just like that. Uh that meme where it's like the green miles is like I'm tired boss oh <laughs> yeah I'm tired, boss.
1: and like you know that's like that's it. if he went six innings he's out for two months yes that you're done it's it's
0: completely over
1: you can only do that the last last now craziness but like you remember in 2018 when he started breaking down right like that was and it was all like he was looking for like it was that the year that it was a single season strikeout record that he I think was so, yeah. right and they kept him in I think it was versus the Orioles or the Rays I can't remember like and just kept fucking pumping it and I was like he has not been the same guy since then like he was doing really well and then they brought him in to get the like the, the close out the World Series which that was scary.
0: And it's just with Sale. I just feel so bad for the guy. It's just like because he's a dude that was genuinely a Hall of Fame talent that has just his body has just failed him, like at but every like,
1: turn. Everyone knew it, and I love Dave Dombrowski more than anyone on this podcast. Right? I uh, get the it. extension was so fucking bad. It, like from the second it was signed, I was not like, "Let's go." I was like, what the "It's fuck? like,"
0: because <sighs> thing is, like, it was so unnecessary because he could have just waited.
1: You should have just not because he's going to break. Like he
0: literally it's going to break.
1: It's like DeGrom. Like when DeGrom left the Mets, I don't know a Met fan that was like broken hearted about it because they're like, this motherfucker is going to break down fast.
0: And it's sad. It's like, fuck, man.
1: It's like when Pedro left. I honestly I was like, all right, bye, bye, Pedro. Because I already got the best version of you. You're just on fumes now. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, what's the odds that Chris Sale leaves the Red Sox after next year, signs on somewhere, and then it just goes full fucking beast mode all over?
0: I'd be I'd be ecstatic for him. I'd genuinely be ecstatic for him. I just don't think his body's going to hold up. Like, at, at every turn, like, just when you think things are starting to get well again, something else breaks.
1: What if he goes to Tampa and just shoves up the Red Sox ass four starts a year? I,
0: I might kill myself. <laughs> like, like, suicide is back on the table if that happens, boys. <laughs>
1: He's going seven and two-thirds, three hits, 14 Ks, one walk.
0: It's like I I'd I taken a, like a hibernation from my bleach drinking. It will be back on the docket. <laughs> 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 like,
1: that, that is – other than – I actually think that him going to the Rays and shoving up our ass than the Yankees, it would hurt more of the Rays. Yes. I don't know why, but like – because he would be all like Relaxed. And just, like, just mowing everyone down. Like These are both 500 again. I'm so mad. Fuck, man. You know what? In a weird way, good. Let the fans get excited, and then like, they're not making the playoffs. Like no. That's not happening. Maybe the I, Red Sox can really ruin their – maybe that would be it. Maybe the Yankees win, win out until next week, and then the Red Sox just end all their fucking hopes and dreams. That'd be cool. That would make me very, very happy. Yeah, that'll fly. That
0: will like, fly.
1: Like if the Sox get swept in Baltimore, okay, just rest your whole bullpen. Like I don't want Chris Martin touching the ball. Like just, all right, we're going to lose. Got it. But then for, <laughs> shove it up the Yankees' ass.
0: The thing is with the Red Sox, uh, right, in this playoff race, is like the Red Sox like are trying to be like, hey, you know, we're trying to artist, but we're not good enough. And the Texas Rangers are just saying, like, hold on. This race ain't over yet, fellas. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the Rangers just lost again. Or they're about to lose again. They're down 8-2 to two in the middle of the seventh.
1: Oh, my God. It's it's not quite as bad as
0: 2011 Red Sox, because that was bad. Dude, this, holy shit, the Astros have been mean to them in the series. Game 1, 13-6. Game two, 14 to 14-1, and right now it is eight to
1: 8-2. That's like, like...
0: That is a team that's fucking imploding.
1: Like, you're, I'm going to fuck you and you're going to love it. And they're like,
0: please stop. Just please stop. Dude, what's so annoying too is that like fucking they're imploding now. Why do they have to implode now? They have the Blue Jays in two series. Like, we need <laughs> them to split for us to gain ground.
1: You know it's bad we need everyone to lose. Like, we're, like yeah. we're, we're reaching that point in,
0: in, in the season where I need every team to lose. The thing is, I'm like, I'm pretty like 90% convinced the Red Sox aren't going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. But like, the thing is, like, the Rangers are like making it so like they're within striking distance. Like, because I think they're still only four or five games back right now. And the Blue Jays are doing the same thing because they haven't been dominant either. And the Red Sox have a series against the Blue Jays and the, and the fucking uh, Rangers within the next few weeks the the blue jays are a team that i said it before
1: last year there's just something wrong with that like something's off there's
0: fundamentally something broken and i don't know what it is like your your dog is totally in agreement dude they just lost to the a's today like we didn't even lose any ground in the fucking wild card race today
1: well that's like, cool like right. like that's cool but yeah like like Texas is really just saying, like, "What are we gonna fuck around? Are we gonna, are we gonna blow
0: this? Because they were so good, <laughs> they're just imploding." Yeah, this right now we are five games back of a wild card right now, which is better than I thought we'd be after losing the series. Yeah, but we're we're getting short on games. We are getting short on games, but the team ahead of us are two choke artists, which is the Rangers in Toronto. <laughs> That's
1: true. Like, I it, do you remember that? Was it was it the Rangers? they had a home playoff game and they had like, is that what like, I think they were like up like eight to two and just totally fucking blew I think it was like, yep. yeah, yep. it was like a, pl- so like they know what they're doing. They know how to fucking, they know how to choke.
0: Like, yeah. Like that's the thing is like, I do like just from the way the socks have played, like they clearly aren't good enough this year. They shouldn't be at least. Oh, did you see
1: Max Scherzer three innings, seven earned runs? Fuck. That's brutal. Six hits. Four Ks, though. So that's nice. <laughs> a whopping four Ks. Wow. God that's M. It's not good. God.
0: <laughs> it could be worse. We, we could be <laughs> Ranger or Blue Jay fans right now. and oh, not on. See, what pisses me off is we're five games back, but the Yankees are only six and a half games back. That's the thing. Let the Yankees get closer. This is what I want. Like,
1: I fully expect Baltimore, and I guess we'll do our transition here. Uh, our our up uh, for the upcoming series here? The Red Sox are not going to win the series against the Orioles. It's not going to happen.
0: Probably not. No, the Orioles are uh, uh they're quite good. Quite a good you baseball have to, team. Can you pull up the matchups? I can do it right now. Yeah,
1: even though <laughs> most of them are going to result in a loss for the Red Sox. Like, spoiler <laughs> alert. That's what's gonna happen. They
0: played well against the Orioles this season, though. Yeah, but they—I—I I, I fear the Orioles. Plus, I want to say they have a comfortable lead right now. It's not like they're playing like must-win baseball right now. Good point. Good point. But like those—those ki- those are young kids. Like they have a three-game lead. No, yeah, they still need. They'll still be playing hard. They're only up three. I thought they were up by more. How the yeah. Rays have been able to stay that good with so many injuries, man? Like they're just a fucking. I hate them. I hate them so much. I think
1: it's realistic that they are part of, like, uh, Black Magic. I believe that's the uh, – Yeah. That's voodoo? A, I don't know if it's v- – That is know. voodoo.
0: Am I pronouncing voodoo.
1: that correct? Vood, voodoo? Um, but, yeah. Do you see what the raised run differential is? What is their run differential? Plus 188. Oh, my God, dude. They, the next closest team in baseball would be the Texas Rangers with one hundred and forty eight. But like, All right.
0: holy shit! I got I got the projected starters up. Game one, okay. Uh and yeah, this series is in Fenway. I uh, got Kyle Bradish for the, the Orioles going up against Tanner Houck. Bradish has a three point zero three ERA this year to Houck's five point zero seven. That doesn't sound good. It does not sound very good. Um, Saturday. Saturday. Do, do, do. Uh, Jack Flaherty with a 4.84 ERA this year against Christopher Allen Sale, who has a 4.46. I like that. And Sunday, we got Grayson Rodriguez with a 4.91 ERA against our young king, Brian Bayo, with a 3.61 ERA. Is it a night game or a day game? It is a day game at 12.35. Oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> he is a vampire. That is true.
1: All right, so what, what's your prediction for the series?
0: Uh, I think they lose the first two, win the, the third one. Okay, I got them t- uh taking the middle game.
1: Christopher Allen Sales shows up, and let's go. Yep, but the, but they're they're gonna lose two. They'll lose two or three. Let the Yankees actually surpass them, and then when they go into New York, just sweep the fuck out of them, and just end their season. That would bring me so much joy, <laughs> just so much joy, because you know Devers is gonna hit at least two home runs that series.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I really hope we get Cole that series, too, because it would be beautiful. Okay, hold on. I'm
1: going to look at, I'm going to do a little, the look ahead, all right? So, let's see if I can, I'm going to go far into the future right now, because I have to know, all right? Let's see. The Red Sox. Oh, they're not giving it to you, motherfuckers.
0: It's too far away, but, like, especially it's in Fenway Park. Like, Fenway Park is, like, fucking Garrett Cole's, like, his his main spot uh where you know his ptsd like you know has roots in is fenway Park.
1: <laughs> well it doesn't give you monday's projected stars but it does say tuesday radon and paxton that's like they're both going the same way uh, they're yeah,
0: both injury prone lefties who fucking have been terrible this season
1: <laughs> and then severino and Hauk. that's like the same guy Like that's like
0: (laughs) you just described the same person twice. It could
1: go either fucking way. Like they're both talented, but like I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, So yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the season I think for me officially, unofficially, I guess you'd say, ended last night.
0: The season's like ninety. In my mind, is like ninety percent. It is over. There's like a ten percent room for a miracle, but I'm pretty convinced convinced it's over.
1: I'm gonna go ninety five percent. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to start calling the families and let them know you might want to come down here because I don't think we have a lot of time with, with grandma here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. like if you like are done, out, yeah. Curtains are closing here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to wrap, wrap it up. Right. You know, like that's, what's going to happen. It's going to be okay. And, uh, it, it needs to be one
0: hell of an offseason. It doesn't. That's the big takeaway from this season. It's like, okay, this season was all right. Uh, if you don't make a big splash this <laughs> next offseason, I'm going to fucking have a lot of questions.
1: <laughs> now, what was here? Lastly, real quick, I want to look. What was the Red Sox record at the end of last year? They were under 500. I know that. Okay. So last year, they ended 78 and 84. Yep. This year, I'm going to go optimistic and say maybe they go 84 and 78. Okay, I'm just going to flip it. Just a little flip. Yeah. All right. If I, that six games doesn't feel like a big swing, but it is, right? Because, because of the young guys.
0: Yes. Absolutely. The young guys. And just, I don't know, like uh, watching that team last year, like, man,
1: the vibes were so bad. (laughs) Oh, so everybody was that. So the Red Sox have 24 games to go. If they just go 12 and 12.
0: They'll have 84 wins. Yeah. Like this is a team where if like they went on a hot streak, they could win 90 games this year. If I did the math, right. Hold yeah. on.
1: Hold math. on. Not, the math is I'm, mathing. Hold on. I, I have to make sure that I do this right. Yeah. 140. Oh no. They have 22 games remaining. Excuse me. I'm sorry. They have 22. Okay. If they go 12 and 10, then they reverse last year's record by six games and I'm going to take that as a really positive. And I think 12 and they better fucking go 12 and 10 down the stretch.
0: Do not finish under 500. I swear to fucking
1: God. If so, then you must by default sign Yamamoto. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's how it works. I don't make I the don't, rules. No, 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 no. Um, all right, man. So I got to say, Hogdale, dude, blast talking, brother. It was not a fun series for the Red Sox, but. Yeah. I, I had a fucking good
0: time. Yeah, man. Just fucking awesome talking to you as always. Hey, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Pesky Report. You know, make sure to you know, leave us a review. Fucking, you know, share us on Twitter. Hit, hit us up online on on, uh, on our Twitters. I'm at Hogdale underscore. pretty. what's your, what's your at? Like at Ryblade?
1: At Ryblades 27
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah, man, hit us up. We love talking to y'all. Uh, and yeah, just uh, share with your friends. Spread the good word. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Have a fantastic night or day. Let's go go Zogs.